We're your home for Clemson basketball. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Get in touch with the Davis Law Group. Uh, Rick and Will Davis would love to help you out. I'd love to uh, sit down with you. You know, so many times I don't know my legal rights. I don't know what, what uh, legally I, I need to be thinking about at times. And so when it comes to workers' compensation, uh, I, I was there to speak with, with Rick about this. He's been doing this for a long, long time, 40 years of doing this. And and uh, maybe you've been at work maybe longer than anticipated. Maybe you're struggling to make ends meet. Uh, maybe you're worried about uh, going to your employer. If any of this sounds familiar, the, the place to start is our friends at Davis Law Group. Rick Davis helping those good folks uh, in the upstate now navigate those workers' comp issues. Experience matters, uh, and, and, and there's a great attorney group out there for you. Uh, and there's not many that actually personally see your cases personally all the way from start to finish. So Rick will hear you. He'll listen to you, get together the plan, and then be there with you throughout the entire process if it does advance. Uh, get in touch today. Rick Davis at the Davis Law Group. That's davis.law. Easy to remember. Davis.law. To our guest lines for the third guest of the day, 805 on a Tuesday, means Tony Morell of TheBigSpur.com. Good morning, Tony. How you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Mickey. How about you? Fantastic. Since we last talked, uh, Justin Stepp takes a position at Illinois. Um, let me, I'll start out by, I guess, some of the, the questions around it. Uh, did it did it seem like a demotion to you? Did it seem like a demotion going from wide receivers down to tight ends? Was that uh, is that a misconception that some had, and maybe Step might have had, or maybe maybe you might have had through that when he was demoted to tight ends coach at South Carolina? No, I don't think it was a misconception. I mean, I, I think that's how Step viewed it himself, and I think you know with the way it's played out, I think Shane Beamer knew uh, when he made the move that that this was a possibility that Step would depart if he got an opportunity elsewhere to coach wide receivers. I think Step had made it very clear that, that, that wide receivers is the position he wanted to coach. It's you know, the position he's always coached, the position he played. Um, and, you know, you go from, you know, coaching, you know, 14, 15 scholarship players to, you know, three or four or five. Um, you know, there's a big difference between the two in his eyes. And, um you know, I know that Step had had turned down uh, the possibility of speaking with multiple schools after the season ended because he wanted to stay at South Carolina and was under the impression he would continue to be the receivers coach. And once that didn't happen, I think he he felt like he had no choice um, but to to look around, and, and he found the opportunity in Illinois. He decided it was one he wanted to pursue, and uh, he will. He's now headed Illinois. If that is the case, then and Shane Beamer is a smart man. Uh, Shane Beamer know you know would have known that this could have been perceived that way. Whether I mean, do we know if Beamer meant that as a demo, as, as a demotion? I mean, I'm, you can you can spin it that that he might not have, have believed that. Is that fair? Could he could he have viewed it that way himself? Um, my guess is if he's asked about it publicly, he will say that he didn't view it as a demotion, but. 
uh, I, I think that Step certainly did, and and you know he felt like that that you know Beamer didn't. He, I think you know all things being equal, Step would have rather him fire him after the season than hold on to him as long as he did and and make him you know, at least give him the impression that he was going to continue to be the wide receivers coach, and then you know make the move with Coley and, and, and switch him to receivers and Step to tight ends, but. Um, you know, but it's just I, if Beamer I, when Beamer's asked about it, which obviously he probably will be the next time he meets with the media. My guess is he'll say something along the lines of, you know, tight ends coach, receivers coach, running backs coach. You know, they're all position coaches on offense, and he felt like he needed some new blood at the receivers coach position, and and felt like they needed to to get more talent at the receiver position, and, and Coley is a, a proven recruiter and. Shown he can get talent, and and uh, he felt like Coley was the better fit there, and and wanted Step to coach the tight ends, and I, that's my guess on what he'll say, but um, but Step certainly viewed it as uh, at least somewhat of a demotion, and um, you know felt like he, he needed to. It was a sign that he needed to to move on and and uh, you know go elsewhere to coach. With that said, then we could view it as as Beamer knew what was coming through all of that, and, and, and in a way, sometimes you help guys find jobs through all of that. What what in your mind, or, or what have you known about what the the uh, the reason for the demotion, reason that maybe they weren't satisfied with what Steph had done in Columbia? Well, I, I think it goes back to recruiting, and you know, you can argue both sides of it in terms of, of who was more responsible for why the recruiting was not very good. I think if you ask Justin Stepp, he would tell you that he did everything he could and he missed on some guys uh, because primarily because of, of how bad the offense was uh, the first two years under Marcus Satterfield, and uh, it made it a, a very tough sell for him when he was going after guys who had offers from you know, much more proven programs with much more proven offenses. And, um, you know, the other side of it is that, that, you know, a good recruiter should be a good recruiter and you should, should be able to, to land talent regardless of, of what you're facing from an offensive standpoint. But uh, – and, and Step did miss on some guys. You know, some of the guys that he did take did not pan out. They had several receivers enter the transfer portal uh, after this past season and, and – most of those were, other than Juice Wells, were guys that, that he'd recruited and, and guys that um, were encouraged to enter the transfer portal because they you know, just didn't look like they were going to be as good as, as what South Carolina felt like they needed, their receiver position going forward. So um, certainly don't don't want to paint the picture like Justin Stepp was perfect and did everything right and everything worked out, but um, – but I do think that he's a, a good football coach, did a great job with Xavier Leggett, did a, a good job with Juice Wells when he was healthy, uh, you know, developed some players, helped Jalen Brooks in his last year, and you know, did, did some good things with, with guys. But, um, but in recruiting, I, I think they, they just they missed on too many. And uh, you know, Beamer feels like for this offense to, to operate at the level that, that he wants it to operate at, uh, you know, they need more talent at receiver uh, and, and more depth, more quality depth. What happens now? Do we know candidates? Uh, do we know guys or, or the profile that Shane Beamer wants to bring in as far as the new tight ends coach? Not yet. Uh, we're still working on uh, finding out who he may be targeting. You know, he, he keeps these 
the search is pretty close to the vest, the information pretty close to the vest, and, and doesn't really talk about it a lot with his assistant coaches. So oftentimes information can be difficult. You know, a lot of times the assistant coaches don't know who he's hiring any, any sooner than, than the public knows. Um, so it can be a little bit tough to, to find out exactly who he's targeting, but my guess is recruiting will be a big part of the equation. He's going to want to sign or land a, a coach who, who he believes can, uh, you know, continue to. So I think they're pretty good at tight ends uh, with what they have right now, but I, I know he wants to continue to recruit that position uh, as a priority year in and year out, and he's going to want someone who can continue that that trend uh, and also help probably, you know, sign players at other positions as well. You know, typically you want your tight ends coach to be a good recruiter, uh, but also a good football coach as well and someone who will fit into the staff personality-wise and from a work ethic standpoint and, uh, you know, someone that, that Shane Beamer feels comfortable with having on his staff. So we hope to have some specific candidates uh, you know, as soon as later today is, is what we're hoping, but uh, we can't promise anything until we uh, you know vet the information and make sure what we're putting out is accurate. But I, I would say recruiter is – is going to be something that's uh, very important. Uh, college jobs pretty much filled now. NFL jobs pretty much filled. Is this the last of the coaching moves? Because it's the staff that, when he makes his next hire, will be the staff that will coach in August? I can't say with 100% certainty this is the last move. I know there's at least one other one that is possible, uh, but I think it only happens if um, if – Beamer can land a top-notch guy that that he believes makes the move worth it. Um, you know, but we'll see how it plays out. But I, I, I think there's at least some possibility that uh, at least one more move could be made. All right. Um, recruiting is kind of in a in a dead period now. Spring practice right around the corner. They'll kick back in. What are the the thoughts uh, out of the? the uh, January recruiting window, and then maybe some priorities position-wise or some things you think they want to accomplish when, when it does open back up in March? Well, you know, I, I think running back, even though they landed the guys from the portal, um, you know, Sanders is a one-year guy, Attaway is a one-year guy, Howell has three years. But I think running back is going to be an important position. Um for sure, in this class, you obviously you want to continue building the offensive line. Receiver is going to be a big position you know, with James Coley out there signing his first class as receivers coach. Uh, I think they're they're going to want to have uh, you know, some some good success there at the receiver spot. Uh, you know, on the other side of the ball, I think cornerback is a position that is going to you're going to lose at least one of the starters in O'Donnell Fortune after the season and. Uh, I think that's a, a position that where they need some some really good young talent. Safety is going to be important with um, Eamon Worry and, and Smith being juniors. They're going to need to uh, you know have guys in line to, to replace them in time. Um, you know, linebacker they did a good job in the portal and have some guys with multiple years of eligibility. But I still think adding some young talent there is going to be important. But I don't know if there's any one standout position that you know they're where you say okay they're really weak here and they have to sign uh, you know 
four good players at this spot, for instance. But but I do think there's there's certainly some positions that you can look at the roster and see who they have, who they're losing, and and uh, you know see that there's going to be some holes if they don't address it. So, and then the other you know line that that they have to walk is is you know how much do they focus on high school recruiting versus how much do they use the portal again next year and. I think right now they're in a, a cycle where they're going to have to use the portal uh, pretty heavily uh, year in and year out um, uh, until they can get to the point where they're they know they're signing quality high school players, um, you know, as, as many positions as possible. So uh, I think that's going to be one of the things that determines Beamer's future as a head coach is is you know, how much does he recruit the high school level, how much does he recruit the portal, and how much does how much success does he have in those two areas? Uh, because you know you obviously have to win, um, and you know to recruit well, uh, you need to win. But to to have sustained success, you you have to recruit high school players, in my opinion, and 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 have enough young talent to develop, uh, and then supplement that with the portal. But I, I just don't think I think it's going to be tough to have sustained success year in and year out, and rely on the portal every year to to be what um, you know brings that talent in. Tony Morrell is our guest. TheBigSpur.com is his website. We'll tell you how you can subscribe to the best and find out more about the coaching searches and recruiting and all these things coming up. Uh, good news, bad news here. Uh, last year off season looks different um, in that you, you beat Tennessee, you beat Clemson, you played pretty good in a bowl game against Notre Dame. There was some positive momentum from recruiting, and you you felt good, and, and Shane Beamer really used that, and I thought promoted the offseason. As we talked about then, though, the hard part there is you, you had to live up to the, that promotion and that expectations. The The bad news is they didn't live up to it, but the, the good news is that this offseason, even though it feels differently, that the offseasons really don't matter. I mean, offseasons carry you from a momentum standpoint, perception standpoint maybe, but in the end you got to go do it on the field. Is there – A, would you agree with that? I'll let, you, I'll let you speak to that. That This feels different, but but you know what? That's not a big deal because last year felt great and it didn't turn out great. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think what what Beamer and his coaches and the the player leaders on the team have to do is, uh, you know, use the five and seven season as motivation, right. and use the, uh, you know, the fact that they didn't live up to expectations last year as, you know, fuel in this off season to, not that they didn't work hard last year. I don't think any. I don't think a, a lack of work was the, the reason why things didn't go. At, the way they wanted them to, but but I think that you have to use that as fuel day in and day out, and, and they have to have their goals as a team on what they want to accomplish next year, and the players have to be focused on those goals and, and have to keep them in mind day in and day out in those days when they, they don't want to get out of the bed or they uh, you know they don't want to really give 100% effort when they get there. You know, they have to, to be able to flip that switch and, and, and get the most out of it. And, um and like I said, I think that starts with Beamer and then down to the assistant coaches and then from there down to the, to the player leaders. They have to, to set that standard and and uh, you know make sure they get as much as they can out of this offseason to go into spring practice prepared and then uh, use the, the summer to get ready for fall practice and, and you know go out there and exceed expectations this year. Is there anything perception-wise, anything what, – what can Shane Beamer do to make Gamecock fans – feel better at this point uh you can't win a game until august uh but is there anything he can say or do to the fans itself to to, to really help change the perception a little bit 
Well, you know, the only thing the fans are going to, to witness firsthand is a spring game. Right. And I think, you know, Lenore Sellers is certainly a guy that he's going to have a lot of eyes on him. And if he has a good game and, and looks as good as as people want him to look, that would create uh, And then, of course, the you know, the transfer portal players and, and the, the, the big-name newcomers, you know, if some of them can really stand out and, and – look good and and you know give the fans the hope that that uh, you know not only could the team be a little bit better next year but maybe you know a few games better if, if things fall into place and obviously you know health is a big part of it their injuries were a big reason why they struggled as much as they did last year at some positions and 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 it would happen again this year if they had the same number of injuries so they have to stay healthier and, and I think you know it's not something that that you know, can be tangible, but I think Beamer and, and the people involved behind the scenes have to figure out why they had so many injuries last year and could try to, to find some ways to avoid some of those things happening again this year and, and um, you know, be a healthier football team and, and have more players week in and week out that they can count on. And um, But I think in terms of tangible things, I think spring game is, is the one opportunity to create that excitement and really get the fans, you know, excited about what could happen next season with Sellers at quarterback and, and some of the newcomers and then you know, some of the returning guys, obviously, as well. We'll visit next week. I want to ask you about Sellers because I keep saying, I'm out of time now, I keep saying that, that and I don't mean he needs to be Cam Newton Heisman Trophy winner, but body style-wise, uh, the ability to mix the pass and the run, the dependency on the run, his his, his frame, like a Cam Newton type of year is, is what you – the hope is, at least for South Carolina moving forward. We'll, we'll talk about that next week. Tell me about TheBigSpur.com. Tell me about how folks can subscribe. Yeah, just go to TheBigSpur.com, and uh, you can become a VIP member very quickly and get all the great information, uh, a lot of recruiting information. Uh, spring practice is right around the corner. starts, uh, I believe, March 18th or 19th. So um, it'll be here before you know it. So just go to TheBigSpur.com and become a premium member today and get all the great Gamecock info. Sounds great, Tony. Tony Morrell, TheBigSpur.com. Thanks a lot. Let's talk about Lenore Sellers when we visit next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Vicky. All right. Tony Morrell, get in touch with those good folks there. Hey, uh, this morning, Will Clinton, you get to meet my friend Tim Worley, Carolina Flooring Specialist. Tim's going to stop by, cut some some ads with us, and uh, love that. Hey, uh, your your new garage floor could look amazing. With 40 years of experience, they're in their 25th year. Their team has 40 years of experience of doing this. Uh, your garage floor is going to look awesome. It's going to be so much more affordable than you think. It's easy to clean. Uh, they're going to move everything out, move everything back in at no extra charge. You don't pay till the end. The warranty, the lifetime warranty is fantastic. And listeners, Tim keeps telling me this. I, I have some of our listeners now that are getting in touch with them to take advantage of this $200 off special. If your garage floor is on any garage floor over 400 square feet, which is, what you know, your garage floor is going to be over 400 square feet, not mechanical rooms, in other words, $200 off when you mention my name, Mickey Plotter. 864-404-8158. No obligation phone call. Call them today. Find out about this garage floor. Get $200 off when you mention Plyler to the folks at Carolina flooring specialists open phone lines when you come back after this hey guys it's time to reclaim that alpha feeling if you've been feeling sluggish carrying extra weight or missing a step in the bedroom it's time for a change book an appointment today at low country mail our concierge testosterone replacement therapy plans start at just 220 dollars a month covering testosterone labs medication and doctor visits we also offer growth hormone replacement and top-notch anti-aging plans let's make men men again Book today at lowcountrymail.com. 
I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. We'll help you raise money for your club, church, or group of worthy cause. Sell Krispy Kreme Donuts. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kremes. Get two scratch-made sausage biscuits from Bojangles for just $4. It's bow time. I'm Brandon Davis, owner of BCD Services in Pelzer. Do high-energy bills have you thinking of replacing your old HVAC system? If your heating system is constantly requiring service, or if it's over 17 years old, you're probably thinking about replacement. This puts you in the position of deciding who you can trust with this important investment. Call the pros at BCD Services for a free estimate and breakdown of our install process, payment options, and performance guarantee. Schedule estimate today, 864-940-4804. Make 2024 the year you prioritize your health by scheduling preventative health screenings like a colorectal cancer screening. Detecting potential issues early can be the key to a longer, healthier life. Your future self will thank you. With five convenient office locations in Clemson, Greenville, Simpsonville, and Spartanburg, it's easier than ever to take charge of your health with Gastroenterology Associates. Visit gastroassociates.com to schedule your screening colonoscopy. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 120,000 miles of night drives, daily commutes, and who knows how many. Are we there yet? Through countless fixes, elbow grease, and a new radiator, you kept your ride alive. With eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. It's hoop season here at The Roar, and we've got you covered all day long. We are The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us here on a Tuesday. Our great friends over at Elkmont, Elkmont Trading Company. Um, I love Elkmont. I love uh, Elkmont shoes on today. I have Elkmont pants on today. I love the folks at Elkmont. Elkmont Trading Company uh, is a great place to buy your Valentine's Day gift. Uh, so, Will, when you're having to buy for eight or ten, you know, Valentine's like you do, go get a wide variety. You know, some of yours might like the the uh own running shoes some of you might like the some of your girlfriends might like the z supply some of your girlfriends might like the free fly some of your girlfriends might like the kendra scott jewelry this is a perfect place for you will just now remember put the right names on the right bags and the right the right boxes and all this kind of stuff but with the the variety they have there this is what will clinton's gonna love uh, so you get the on running shoes, the Birkenstocks, the Vans, and Ofos. Those are four totally different types of styles. So you got you just got to keep up with which one of your girlfriends like what. 
Um, I, I love it. My wife loves it. She always loves this time of year. You know, we do, we spend, uh, the following calendar days of the year at Elmont Trading Company, Valentine's day, birthday in March, um, mother's day in May, anniversary in July, Christmas in December. Got all those, uh, days in there and that we go spend some time over Elmont Trading Company. You can do the same. Uh, Patagonia, Viore, Phil, uh, Filson, Free Fly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers, all at Elkmont Trading Company. E L K M O N T Trading Company.com. Elkmont Trading Company.com. Powdersville 153 across from Chick fil A and Clemson 93 and 123. And they say Happy Valentine's Day. I have made that mistake before <laughs> oh, swapping man. up the names. Oh, it's terrible. I'll have to talk to management and see if they do a, a buy seven, get one free kind of deal just for me you know sure sure yeah uh you got problems that travis kelsey doesn't have because he's like seems like a one-woman man now you know maybe you can take advice from him through all of this narrow it down of course it'd be a hard decision for you and broken hearts left uh in the dust pat is in savannah 654 roar good morning pat thanks for hanging on how you doing you are such a Taylor Swift hater. No, I like. I don't understand. To be honest with you, honest to goodness, honest. To God, I know what she looks like now. If someone said, "Mickey, for one million dollars, name one Taylor Swift song," I could not tell you. I'm sure I've heard it, and I would recognize a song, but like the name of the song or a lyric or an album or whatever, I have no clue. I think she's probably good and talented, and I'm sure she's great. Well, just in case that ever comes up, just say our song. It's classic country Taylor Swift. That's our song. Our song. The okay. Our song. Um, also, when you play Zeppelin for bump, bumper music, yeah, crank it up, man. Come on. Let's go. All let right. Let it. <laughs> let it. <laughs> so, respectfully disagreeing with you this morning. I hate it when people yell back and forth, but respectfully disagreeing with you. Right. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, uh, after he retired, said that you treat somebody like Emmett Smith different than you do anybody else you know he said absolutely you treat sure. them different because they're at that that level sure. also andy reed weighs what 457 pounds he's a big guy he's not gonna have any problem with somebody bumping him and he's an elite 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 coach and you've addressed that you know he knows what he's doing but we don't know what happens at practice we don't know if that's a handshake in their world you know we don't we don't know the everything but all this is this is elite. I mean, man, this is the extreme pinnacle of the world. It's, how many people are doing this in the world? Yeah, you know, five. And I'd say you've got to handle each thing differently. Now, when it happened, the first thing I said was, sit down, chair. I look just, just chair right there. And and I'm like, well, you know, the guy knows, Reed obviously knows what he's doing. He would go on later, said they bumped, they, they shook it, hugged it out, you know, but nobody caught that on camera. Uh, and, and things like that. But here's here's my challenge. For, it's, a, it's a Mickey Challenge Tuesday. All right. Um, do you think you could, like, send Dabo an email and say, what do you think? Now, he would never reply officially, but maybe y'all could figure out some sort of code where Dino uh, Swineberg uh, said. Oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Dino. My good friend Dino. <laughs> Let me ask you this, uh, Pat. Uh, are, you a Chiefs, are you a Chiefs fan? I could have cared less about either team. The one, really? the one thing that I and, and you're 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 this guy. The one thing I was really happy for was that both quarterbacks were full blown Christians and proud of it and not afraid of it. Yeah. So I really enjoyed the kid from from San Francisco, who was really standing hard on his faith, and, and Malone for that matter too. Yeah. 
So, no, I don't care about – and the kid's not in the car now, so I don't like Taylor Swift either. So. Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know if I like Taylor Swift or not. I don't, I don't know. She's, I'm sure she's talented. <laughs> well, let me say this. Um, I, I do understand your points about Travis Kelsey. Right. Um, and I try to be open-minded and try to listen and learn. I get all that. And I was not at practice, and I was not in the game. I'm not sure what was said. And Andy Reid is a, is a big – he's a 65-year-old man. But he's a, a big yeah. man. But even with the big man now, I mean, the the bump it he it shook him and he he got knocked off balance a little bit throughout. That ought to maybe a little bit there. Here's my point though. And again, let me be clear. I think Travis Kelsey is the best tight end I've ever seen in the history of football. Like what he mm-hmm. does. One uh, Brad Sickett and I were talking about this yesterday. I told Brad like to watch him have a linebacker. He's got some option routes in there. Not only mm-hmm. if, if the if the outside linebacker has outside leverage on him. Knowing he's trying to yep. force it back inside of the field, the way yep. you know that's that's one thing. But he doesn't just do that; he pushes the linebacker by by taking a few steps to the outside to make the, the leverage even go farther outside. He puts his foot mm-hmm. in the ground and he accelerates. He's a big man, and his acceleration coming out of that cut to create that space between him and the defender, then yep. catches the football. Then turns it upfield and is strong and powerful and fast, man. He is no wonder that that he's setting the records that he's setting. He's an unbelievable football player. Yep. With all that said, there's not if he caught every pass on every play and scored a touchdown on every single play. If you're mm-hmm. principled and you know the difference in right and wrong, you you don't do what you did to your head coach. And there's nothing. There's nothing that, that I would say, I don't think now, and I try to be open-minded, but there's nothing you'd say, well, Mickey, how about if you learn this? And you go, well, then, yeah, I think it's right. Because there's still that idea that the coach is a coach and the player is the player. And that I don't I don't bump my boss. I don't bump people. I don't go to anybody in, in public. I don't go to any, anybody, my friends I know, and, and walk up to them and yell and scream in their face. And I know it's a different level. I know it's people saying, well, you're old, and it's radio, and you're not football and all. But there's nothing, there's no sport. There's no, there's not a circumstance where you go, oh yeah, yeah, I get it now. Uh, that's okay to go scream at somebody and to bump them like that. That's just not. There's a, there is a relationship that is a player, coach, a a teacher, student, a a police officer, um, a civilian, um, a, you know, an authoritative to a person that you just respect that position and you don't do that and there's nothing that would i don't think anything would change my mind through that okay now now i'm not asking you to change your mind i'm, I'm asking you to hear a, a second side that's sure all. and sure. that is that you have to i i am 61 years old and i didn't learn this till i was about 50 is that you have to stand up to authority and say wait this is wrong this is bad no you're not treating me fairly you do it respectfully. You sure. don't hit anybody. So I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing that. But you have to stand up to authority in the military. In the military, where you couldn't have a more established authority kind of situation. Uh, a private is allowed to say no because this is morally sure he is. They, they, he they or actually she is. need him to do that. That's hundred percent. So that's that's kind of the sign. Of, that's kind of the side I'm showing you. He maybe maybe the guy was coming up saying, hey. You know, I'm not getting enough attention, and that would be obviously wrong. But if he's saying, "Hey, I'm seeing something that you're not seeing," that might be another situation. I don't know. Like, like I said, it just I, 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 I have learned that you have to challenge authorities. You have to, or, or authority is going to stand right on top of you. 
but hey, uh, and and I don't, I don't disagree with that. And and I spent uh, the weekend listening to a, a great podcast from a, a former Navy SEAL talk about those things and how when when you do challenge authority, how you do it, and, and how many times it works out right because there is a sharing right. of ideas through all those things. With that said, there is yeah. a right way to go about it, and the oh, right way course. to go about it is you walk up to them and say, "Hey, coach, I need to talk to you about this." We did not screaming in his face and not bumping him but but that's who kelsey is kelsey is the we got to fight for the right to party guy and the wwe guy and the screaming and the yelling and the beer drinking and throwing around the testosterone guy and i get it man that's that's who he is i get it but andy Reid is the head football coach and travis kelsey is a player and there is a respect level of a player to a coach that that physical or screaming up that just doesn't happen and it it shouldn't happen I, I, i you know I agree with you, but once again, people make mistakes. Sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. And and the best part right. of it, Andy Reid showed how to handle it. He he, his maturity right. shined, and how he handled right. it. And, and right, kept, real quick, yeah, real, real, yeah. real quick. Name one Taylor Swift song. I I oh uh, you, um, our song. There you go. See? Our song. You just made friends with like a thousand sixteen-year-old girls. Tay Tay. <laughs> Pat, appreciate it, man. Great points. Good conversation. Yeah, I enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I, I like that sharing of ideas. That yeah, and I do think you question authority. I do think that. I mean, there are certain ways and certain times where uh, I'm sure that Rosa Parks, the first time she was told that, didn't do what she did the second, third, or fourth, or fifth time. And there's times where you do take action, and there's times to to stand up to things because those things are wrong. I get all that, and maybe Andy Reid was 100 percent wrong. With that said, and maybe they have a long history there. With that said, in my mind, there's still that respect level that you, uh, to a grandfather or a grandmother, to a father or a mother, to a to a principal or a teacher, to a police officer or you know, in, in, to a boss, to a you know, to a lady, that you just there's certain protocols that you have, and you just don't you don't go that that route. So maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong through that. Who knows? Six five four roar, six five four seven six two seven. Are you monitoring the Adams and Co. Roofing text line at this point? Seems like we're being flooded at this point. Uh, lightly, yes. There's a lot of you're lightly uh, uh, monitoring. You're not. We're, we're not lightly flooded. No, I mean, okay. they're they're coming in. It's uh, this has been a, a whole day of Taylor Swift talk, um, which I I would like. I did disagree with one thing that Pat said. I I love when Pat calls in great guy 16 year old girls trust me the the taylor swift committee is not limited to just 16 year old no, girls anymore. No, trust no, me no, there's, there's not, a lot of women in their 30s who are <laughs> there's not a billion 16 year old girls out there there's there's a lot of girls in their 30s women in their 30s who have a um, much deeper connection and obsession uh, with Taylor Swift. 8233 says, Shipley did the same thing last year. Uh, there's a level of respect that's lost when it happens, in my opinion. And I agree. And here's the major point through all of that. And the lower levels you go, yeah, I get it. Because these, these the football is professionals. And these are men. These are their, that's their jobs. I get it. Even though I can't go to my bosses here at WCCP today and go do what Travis Kelsey did. Nor do I want to, but... So even I'm, this is a professional. This is a job. That's a professional. Their job. I just think there's still that. But, but even with that said, you could do it. I could, and then uh, tomorrow morning we'd have a another host here. Um, but even with that said, 
The Texas said lost a lot of respect there. Here's why it's even more important at the college level. Because the other 120 players are watching. And how you handle one compared to, I don't care how good you are. He is right when he says this. You handle Emmett Smith differently. Jimmy Johnson said it. Bill Parcells talked about that. You handle Lawrence Taylor differently. But I'll tell you a great story. Matter of fact, I'll save it for the break. This is a great story on how you handle things differently. But the point is that when Emmett Smith misses a block, when Emmett Smith fumbles, when Emmett Smith drops a pass, you handle that differently than the second team running back and third team running back because Emmett Smith's the all time leader rushing the NFL. If Emmett Smith comes and bumps Jimmy Johnson and screams at Jimmy Johnson, uh, number two now becomes number one for a series at least or something. Like you just don't you just don't do that. But on that subject, I have a great example of of how you do handle things differently. Texture says fifty six ninety seven says caller is right. Respect level for a player drops, not increases. Because of that behavior. Uh, respect level for player drops. Yeah, yeah. You don't other other people are watching that in my opinion. I think that's what the, the texture's trying to say there. My incredible friends at the Patterson's Tax Service want to do your taxes. They are at work right now. They are forming uh, um filing people's taxes this morning. I got a couple more texts. Did you see those on our text line about Patterson Tax Service and some great things that are going on there? I got a personal text uh, here as well of people that, hey, I've got my appointment coming up or just had it and they're saving us money. And thank you for so much. We've been going to dining for 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, two years, one year. First time ever we get all those as well. Thank you for supporting them. Uh, I promise you, I'm not going to steer in the wrong direction. They will. It will go great. You will love it. So our great friends at Patterson's Tax Service, P-A-T-T-X.com, Patex.com, 864-859. Eight two eight nine. Uh, a great Lawrence Taylor and how you handle stars differently when you come back right after this. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glenn Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sumbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. Are you approaching retirement? Are you concerned about your 401k? 
How would you like to add 15 to 40% into your retirement account immediately? Folks, let me show you how to create an inflation-friendly, increasing income, guarantee income that you and your spouse will not outlive. All you have to do is give us a call at 1-800-440-0434 or go to mymoneyissafe.com or you can call at 864-989-0176. This is Brandon Davis, owner of BCD Services. We're now serving Anderson and Greenville counties with HVAC maintenance and new installs. From a very young age, I knew serving people was my passion. BCD Services' mission statement is integrity, excellence, and respect. That's exactly what you'll get when you pick up the phone and call BCD Services. You're not just a number. Relationships truly matter to me and my team. For all of your HVAC needs, call BCD Services at 864-940-4804. Do you have sagging, softer, bouncy floors in your home? Well, this could be a sign of rotten wood caused by moisture in your crawl space. Damaged wood in your crawl space can affect your home's foundation, and that can affect your home's value, and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com. Hi, I'm Jake Wilson, and as the owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings, I'm proud of the product we've delivered to our customers for nearly 15 years all over the upstate. If you're considering having your garage floor transformed, Check out our five-star Google reviews, as well as the gallery of homes we've completed. Don't just take my word for it. See what other homeowners have to say about Iron Drive floor coatings. Our website is irondrivegaragefloors.com. Schedule your free quote today, irondrivegaragefloors.com. This Wednesday night, the Clemson Tigers are back home inside Little John Coliseum as they play host to the Miami Hurricanes. The second of two meetings this season, and after suffering a loss in the first game in Coral Gables, the Tigers look to get revenge at home. Broadcast begins at 6.30. Catch it all right here on the Clemson Athletic Network. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. The Roar. The only media outlet where you won't need a two-step authentication to access. It's going to be exciting. The Roar, where every day's game day. Playing at Eminence Front right now, is that the front that Kelsey has or that Taylor Swift has? Or that is that a, is that a statement on some fronts that people might have out there for you? Anyway, good stuff. A lot stuff. of people in attendance in the Super Bowl. That's ah. all I got to say. Hey, Wendy's wants to start your breakfast day off right. Uh, Wendy's is amazing, and I keep getting the, the great reports from people in Wendy's and stopping by Wendy's and seeing this. You know, Wendy's can is a um, – it is uh, got a bunch of great things going on. I cut a Wendy's commercial yesterday about a new product that they've got out now, and I don't want to—I don't know the exact release date of that. So, but but just stay tuned. One of the great things about Wendy's is they got seasonal type things, and and uh, you know, like with um, some of their 
Frosties and things on these lines. But I can't wait to tell you about a new product that will be launched here very soon. You're going to love Wendy's. Hey, the breakfast baconator right now, the the uh, maple bacon chicken croissant, the uh, the biggie bag, the sausage biscuits, uh, bacon egg and cheese, or bacon or the uh, egg and cheese biscuits, the seasoned potatoes the cold coffee i'm a cold coffee fan and the uh, the great the great uh, brew they have there you can start your day off right start the drive through you still got time nine fivers uh, still got time uh go by and see our good friends at wendy's here this morning so on the idea that you treat players differently uh, i learned that from tommy west years ago he goes you treat every player differently and now uh, he wasn't meaning the star players compared to the non-star players but because it's not fair one of the things that, that happened to him was when he was a head coach here is that like the third player in a row got in trouble. Like three straight weeks of some bad news. They had some pretty bad things going on in the program. And he says, it's hard that you discipline the first one one way and the second one, the, like the third one's paying for the first two sins because of the perception, you know? Now on the other side, because, because it, uh, in a standalone case, the third guy did something wrong. If he'd have been the first guy, you look at it differently. But when it's the third in line of a news cycle, you go, man, what's going on over there? What, where's all the discipline? So you discipline that guy maybe differently. Now, to be fair, if the first two knuckleheads did something stupid the previous two weeks and then you did something stupid the third week knowing that it was wrong, then then you don't have very good emotional intelligence and, and you don't have make very good judgment there too, right? Or you think that that behavior is okay. Right, which is bad judgment because you know there's rules of team rules and, and obviously you don't really do those things. So it's it's like the person that, that gets a speeding ticket. When you get a speeding ticket, if you get two speeding tickets in two days, then you're not using your noggin right there. Like normally you get a speeding ticket, then you're going to be pretty careful for a, a period of time. That might change with other folks. but Hopefully you're, you're careful all the time. But you see, that's that's... In that case, the the uh, timing of it does change things. But it did change things for Bill Belichick when he's a defensive coordinator for Bill Parcells with the New York Giants. I didn't know the story until a few weeks ago, but Lawrence Taylor and his, his uh, comrades and his teammates were all telling the story that there's one time, and obviously Lawrence Taylor is as good a football player to ever play the game. And there was a, a midweek, uh, meeting, a team meeting, and a defense or defense meeting, and and uh, defense is getting together, and Bill Belichick, the defensive coordinator, comes up to Bill Parcells, who was a obviously a big fan of Lawrence Taylor and understand how good he was, how important that it was for, for <coughs> sorry for him to be on the field. But Belichick comes up to Parcells before practice one day and goes, "Hey, I got to tell you something." I said, "Lt was late for a meeting again today. So we had a defensive team meeting, and and, and the guys." 15 minutes late. He goes, what do I do? And Parcells looks at Belichick and goes, what the hell are you doing starting a meeting before he gets there? Like, it, it, <laughs> that, that Lawrence Taylor's presence. <laughs> and this is coming from a guy that was obviously principled and a guy that was obviously running a tight ship with everything. But that goes to show you how good Lawrence Taylor is. Lawrence Taylor's not late for the meeting. You started the meeting early. The meeting starts when Lawrence Taylor gets there, right? <laughs> that goes to show you how good it was. Now, Bill Parcells would cut you. If you're the, the second team outside linebacker, you're late for a team meeting, you're cut. 
if you're Lawrence Taylor, then you jump on the defensive coordinator. Why, why would you start the meeting before he got there? That must be a tough uh, schedule for meetings because what I know about Lawrence Taylor is behavior is pretty erratic. So. Oh, yeah. Now, I'll tell you, there's another story that Lawrence Taylor, that he was late for a Monday night football game one time. Like, he, you know, pregame warm-ups are not there or whatever, and he shows up late. And the reason was is that – and he told Parcells the truth. He said, "What? why are you late? And he goes, man, the foursome in front of me was really slow. The what in front of him? The foursome. He played golf before the Monday night game. <laughs> and the foursome in front of him was really slow, and that's why he was late to the game. Swears, And he swears he came out in, in uniform uh, – you know, late, whatever, but but tells Parcells. Parcells like, what what's going on? Where you been? The enforcement in front of me was late. I mean, it was it was slow. And that's the greatest player of all time. But but had one thing Lawrence Taylor didn't do is he didn't go and bark at at Bill Parcells and push Bill Parcells through all that. So anyway, uh, Brad Hughes, my Allstate agent. I'm a good hands for Brad Hughes. Good hands for Allstate. The folks, I'm gonna tell you about Brad Hughes. So uh, I wish I didn't have to tell you this today, but. Last night I hit a deer. Uh, my very first phone call was to Brad Hughes, and uh, I was in Newberry at the Touchdown Club speaking, and I'm on the phone with Brad. Brad lines up the the claim report. I've got the body shop that's waiting on me this morning, the rental car. If we do get, need to get one of those, whatever, they'll, that'll take care of that for me. Uh, everything's already done. Uh, the main thing, he was wanting my safety. My, my family wasn't with me without you know them. Uh, do I need to come get you? Uh, you know, where are you? Can you, is it drivable, not drivable? Do you need a hotel room? What, what do we need to do to make sure you're okay through all of it? And I hadn't had, but a few claims there in my many, many, many years with Allstate. But when I do, do, you know, accidents do happen and the deer wanted to jump out in front last night that Brad Hughes takes care of it and, uh, always does. And, and always has Brad Hughes at, at, uh, allstate.com six, five, four roar. Uh, let me get Roger in Anderson. Roger. Thanks for calling in, man. How you doing this morning? Hey, doing good. Thanks for getting me in. Um, well, a couple things. I, I wasn't aware that uh, in your first hour, y'all talking about Door of the Explorer and uh, Nickelodeon had a broadcast. I'm, I'm sure Patrick was better than Roma. I'm sure that from what it sounded like, when Dora said she's going to find the end zone, that's hilarious. I mean, that is that is brilliant. That's fun. Yeah. It's brilliant. It really is. I wish I'd have known that. I tried to click and watch some of it on there, but I'm looking at the landscape, Mickey, in the NFC. I don't see a quarterback right now who's going to keep Mahomes from winning the Super Bowl. The only thing I see is the AFC where the landscape there, you've got more quarterbacks that could challenge him. If Trevor Lawrence, if they get it together in Jacksonville, if Deshaun Watson gets going in Cleveland, um, if the Chargers now with Harbaugh, with uh, uh, the quarterback they have is, you know, young, he, they've got a future. Uh, Baltimore, if Lamar Jackson can figure out how to play in the playoffs, they'll be tough. But it reminds me of the Brady years. It's like people forget. You know, they always say Brady Manning, and Brady didn't always get the best of Manning. Manning beat Brady in three out of five AFC championship games. It was those teams that Manning had in uh, Indianapolis the one year and the two years in Denver that beat him. And then he had to go through, you know, Roethlisberger and Joe Flacco had some good teams with Baltimore. So I'm just looking at it. If anybody keeps Patrick Mahomes from winning a Super Bowl, it's going to be in the playoffs in the divisional or the championship game. Because right now in the NFC, I just don't see a quarterback in that conference that could beat him. 
Good points. And, and, and look, we talk about all the time timing. Uh, we mentioned this with Alabama and Clemson or Georgia and Alabama and, and like how many titles that they won without each other. You think about how many Brady would have won without Manning or how many Manning would have won without Brady. Uh, in that, right. Even in the AFC, it seemed like Josh Allen can't beat Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you know, maybe yeah. – uh, Maybe Jordan Love, maybe C.J. Stroud develops into that. Maybe Trevor Lawrence develops into that. But at this point in time, maybe Lamar Jackson, but that, he hadn't done it in the playoffs yet. Lamar's not been a very good playoff quarterback yet. So, Well, you buried, you buried the one that I should have said, Josh Allen. If they can figure out uh, what they got going on with Buffalo, get him some more help there, he would be the guy. Yeah, you, you brought up the best one. Of, but to me, the AFC landscape, Getting there for Mahomes is going to be tougher than actually winning a Super Bowl as of right now. Now, maybe there's some young guy, Caleb Williams. He might be the next Mahomes. I, you know, he's got that potential. And if the Bears draft him or if he goes to an NFC team, then he could develop into that. But as of right now, I don't see Dak Prescott beating Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl. Well, I don't. I don't see Jared Goff beating him. Yeah, I would agree with that. Let's remember this about Patrick Mahomes this year that he just won a Super Bowl and his wide receivers were Rice, Watson, Valdez, Scantling, yeah. uh, Moore, Harmon. Yeah, like that ain't – Yeah, yeah. That, that's not, that's yeah. not Randy Moss, you know. Like uh, not, no. not a whole lot of Hall of Famers in there. So, no. Well, they, they got rid of Tyreek Hill and they just kept rolling. They, they, they got yeah. young on their defense and they, and they stayed solid on offense and that's the formula. And yeah. it's – it's working, so you can't argue with that. But I hope the AFC – I'm not a Chiefs fan. I want to see him have more competition in, in that conference, yes. Roger, appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks an awful lot. Bye, very, very good points. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, where Mahomes is headed at 28 years old, you know, how long does he want to play and uh, if he's going to uh, retire early, who knows those things. Seems to be driven. Um, Andy Reid seems to be hanging around that that combination, that coach quarterback combination. The places around him, you know, and the salary cap means you got to make tough decisions, uh, place your money elsewhere. But but they've got it, Mahomes. This league now is about quarterbacks making very quick decisions and being ahead of the game. This is what Brady was so good at, being ahead of the game mentally. To when he does see something that during the play that he and, and it's got to happen so fast, the pass rushers are getting upfield so fast and they want to affect that ball coming out so fast that the difference in Super Bowls or non Super Bowls or playoff wins and non playoff wins or making the playoffs and not making the playoffs, so many times now and and the future is going to be, can that quarterback make that quick decision and get that ball out physically to do it, but more than that mentally to get rid of it on time, get rid of it so early, and get to play where it needs to go. And that's what Mahomes is terrific at right now. He was very patient this year. He didn't force things this year because he knew the defense was great and didn't have to. That secondary they had was amazing. So he didn't have to do it like he did maybe early in his career. Uh, skip the music, buddy. Two-minute drill. What do you have? For the first time since winning the national championship in 1978, the Indiana State Sycamores yes. are ranked in not only the AP poll, but the coaches poll as well, 23rd and 24th respectively, led by one of the uh, most popular players in the group of five, or outside of the Power Five, I should say, Robbie Avila. Goggle guy himself. So now, here's the thing about that. 
is they didn't win. Uh, Indiana State didn't win the national championship. They played for the national championship. They won because Michigan State. Uh, uh, I apologize. Yeah, Irving Johnson, Magic Johnson beat them. That was the greatest basketball game maybe I've ever seen. Magic and Bird against each other. Great stuff there. Hey, my team, enjoy Eric Newton, Eric Newton, Eric Newton.com for all real estate needs. Eric Newton.com. Get in touch with him. Certainly help you out. Eric Newton.com. Um, you're going to love him. Anything in real estate in Clemson, he'll take care of a full real estate company for sure. EricNewton.com. 123.4 million people watch the Super Bowl. The highest uh, broadcast, the high, most watched television broadcast of anybody of any show in uh, in television history. So NFL continues to be king. Let me thank Eric Backich, Clemson baseball coach. Tigers open up this weekend against Xavier, 4 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock. Let me thank Dr. Milt Louder, Amplist.com, and uh, Tony Morell of TheBigSpur.com. Will Clanton, terrific job once again. Up next to my favorite people, uh, John and Brad. Friends, have a wonderful Tuesday. Most importantly, tune in tomorrow. That's what we'll see right here on the radio. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT 